0: Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast, bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion. And what?
1: Hello and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm here with Jay and John and LJ Pena. What's up, gentlemen? Hey, Hey,
0: yeah. You know. Hey Jay. Jay's here. <laughs> we're we're all here, uh spending lots of time, I'm sure all of us today going over rules. Isn't just that... a wee bit of time. I'm sure LJ probably more than most of us, but
1: <laughs> Yeah. For for those that don't know, LJ is one of the foreign moderators. For the rules forums
2: yes always two there are i'm not alone anymore seth has come out of the shadows and joined me over the last two months which is awesome and supremely helpful we actually had kind of all hands on deck today obviously as you would expect taking the traffic as it came in and answering uh, questions related to the new rules Uh, a lot of them were uh hey that works the way that you read it worked yes which is awesome uh, and there were a couple of things we were able to catalog as well. Basically, anytime you see a post that says this will be uh, amended in a future update or something like that means it'll probably be changed by the end of this week, which is awesome for turnaround time.
1: Good. Yeah, that's. I mean, I saw that with the uh, like gunslinger was an obvious one where the original version <laughs> didn't mention anything about ranged attacks, which seems like an obvious oversight, Um there's a couple other things, like that. Uh, there's nothing about not being able to activate units with face-down tokens, um, as far as I can tell. <laughs> uh, well,
2: I don't know if you know this, but everybody's a Dark Trooper now.
1: Okay. We're all good.
2: Hey, oh.
3: <laughs> yeah. I, I figured that was something that likely Super got
1: changed for Dark Troopers, instead of putting it like in the Unstoppable entry, and then it just kind of
3: got you know, overlooked.
1: Right. So, um, clearly, that is not... Well Probably when you put to be a, thing, a but...
3: thousand so nerds to to start combing through this, yeah. like the ravaging insane people we yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> you ever going to find the little things. Right, I, I had mentioned something that to Jay earlier. Yeah. I, was, uh, I
2: was pleasantly surprised that it took two and a half hours for somebody to find something. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, that was a good sign. You know, you yeah. didn't crack it open immediately and be like, oh, crap, Legion is spelled wrong, yeah, you know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I still haven't, like, actually gone through the entire thing because uh, um, we had to, uh, you know, there's an article out um, which I tried to summarize most of the changes, but of course the the blog team, and the rest of the, the trooper team helping to just like comb through everything and try and find all the changes. So, um, and of course the kids, I'm sure you had a similar experience today, LJ. I know you got kids, but, um, like they're off today. School's off today. Mm. Um, so I've got like kids running around. I'm trying to like type up this article. I'm trying to comb through this RRG to see like what's actually different. I'm trying to like get form rulings on stuff that is ambiguous so that I cuz I want to make sure I don't get it wrong in the article too. Um, you know, spreading bad information and all that. So, uh yeah, it was definitely an eventful day, but uh now we have you here live to talk to you. So, I did it. I made it. Yeah. Um, a man very in demand today. So, uh before we get to the meat meat of the episode um we we don't we're not going to do housekeeping today because we have a lot of stuff to talk about uh but do you want to just talk about you are the to for lvo and the it it is not the head judge it's like a consular now is that a thing the head consular head consular yes R. okay that is that <laughs> fancy is a, title very fancy the head consular for <laughs> world championships so do you want to just talk about those two events real quick how they're formatted. Um, You know, if anything from today is going to affect uh, them, et cetera.
2: Yes, so um, I definitely know, it's especially for LVO, which is coming up here real quick, but I know a lot of folks want to know for Worlds as well. Um, There is definitely going to have to be a small amount of evaluation for um, the packets as written for both of those events. Um, I know for LVO specifically, the changes, if any, are going to be very, very, very minimal. Um, But what I want to stress before I say anything else for both events is that always, always, always look at the event packets for those events first and use those as your primary source of rules if there is a conflict. So for example, you know, one of the first questions I got today is hey, uh, are you going to use the random round time thing for uh, Legion at LVO? And you know, that's the first thing I said, if there's a conflict, just look at the the packet. The packet says these are the round times, those are going to be the round times. Um just because Especially for LVO, it's so weird because signups for that was in, what, June, July, over yeah. six months ago? Um, you know, people bought tickets with a certain expectation, so I I do my best to kind of keep that expectation um, at that level throughout the entire year and try not to change the events up and down, up and down throughout the course. And this close to the event, that's something that I definitely don't want to affect it. So for LVO, you can expect the same uh, format we we're planning on running uh, three rounds a day, um, and then the two side events unconventional on Saturday, doubles on Sunday. Uh, you've got three rounds on Friday for the main event, two and ones or better advanced to Saturday, three more rounds on Saturday, the top eight should be depending on our numbers fall, but it's usually going to be top eight advanced to Sunday. And then those three or those eight players play another three rounds till you get a final winner. So the, the core structure and the time format, as far as I'm concerned, that has not changed in the slightest. Um, I don't think anybody's going to be calling each other Consular at LVO. But uh, I do encourage our players to uh, to still use the judges as intended. Um, in the document, they are very clear about, hey, these people are here to make sure your games continue moving and stuff. So there are those parts of the document that I think will positively affect LVO, um, which is awesome. Um, though the one that is kind of like teetering for me at the moment has definitely got to be the title breaker stuff you know we have some new things in the document related to uh wins losses and ties and then we also have um, different tie breakers. So, you know, game up which is what we're using for LVO and we should be using for worlds as well,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, is currently set and locked and loaded at kind of a standard quote unquote strength of schedule setup. You know, strength of schedule, extended strength of schedule, those are the tie that we're planning on using. Um, at this time, I don't necessarily expect that to change for Lvo mm-hmm. but you know I and Jay might even be able to speak to this mm-hmm. a little or I'll, I'll probably talk to Keegan I'm sure a lot about it but um you know I don't want to jump the gun on that if game uplink isn't quite ready mm-hmm. um and so I think at the moment I'm expecting it I know that if I'm going to change anything I think I have to make that call by the end of the week at the very 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 latest but like I I would say by Wednesday, so people have a week or so to digest that as they finalize and submit their list leading up to the event. So I think um, from my perspective, those lingering questions are going to try to be answered by um, the end of the week. And then I think you'll probably see Worlds follow a lot of the same patterns um, as far as those questions are concerned anyway.
0: Yeah, I'm from a from a game uplink perspective. Um we are very much on it. Uh you know, our goal uh has i had a i had a meeting with them today our, our goal is very much to have that available so you know i i think that that is is an option bar you know barring any tragedy but we we have the regular sos in and and we're shooting very hard to have this new system implemented uh for lvo but definitely for Adepticon, it'll for sure yeah. be, be done by then
2: and you know I, without spoiling too much, because I know not everybody might have looked into the changes, um, Kyle or John, would one of you want to speak to the reason why some of these tiebreakers might affect your list building choices?
1: <laughs> yeah, so two things. Um, blue player no longer wins ties, I think is the biggest thing.
3: Yes. Uh, ties. It's actually almost strictly red player. Almost.
1: Well, not necessarily it's whoever it's whoever bids less whoever has more whoever
2: has more points in their list where's where's the hat john i Um, know
3: i don't have that hat is (laughs) dying i mean i I
1: think great i mean honestly i think in a situation where like uh you I, i mean it's weird because it's not actually tied to blue red so it's a little bit of like it's a little bit hard to wrap your mind around but if there's a situation where like your opponent's battle deck is going to be similar to yours, um, it's, I think, objectively better to just be red player in that situation, because you get to pick table side. And you win uh, the tie. You get the last vetoes, and <clears throat> assuming your opponent is the one picking, because they have the bid, uh, you also win ties. Um, because, it's again, it's not tied to red player, it is tied to whoever has spent less points. So if one person has 800 points... One person has seven ninety five. Whoever has spent eight hundred points uh, wins ties for points destroyed. So um, you don't get to decide who that is. You know uh, that's just like an automatic thing. So it's it's interesting. Uh, I think personally, for my my own uh, personal list building, I had already kind of started integrating speeders into all my lists because of the previous red blue changes. Um and I think this is just kind of like I mean I would never want to take a list that had Sab VAPs in it um anymore. <laughs> um maybe that means after this that Sab VAPS needs to get changed to make it so that the actual victory point portion of the objective is more interesting. Uh, I think that'd be fine, but it definitely makes it hard to run a defensive list.
2: Yeah, so. I, I'm I'm interested to see if it uh how much it actually factors into um, people's bids if it is used here in a couple of weeks um you know i was always kind of a red player leaning person myself so i it didn't particularly phase me when i saw it in proofing but i did ask like hey you know this is the intent and how do you feel about this and i you know i kind of wanted to start that discussion a little bit and i you know i was happy where things went because i don't i don't think it's actually going to negatively affect or, or we were going in the short term um and i'm i'm hoping that what we see basically is there's some sort of like longer term outcome this is shooting towards. That's like that's I think would be the most ideal state because I'm I'm hoping we do maybe reverse course a little bit from some of the you know bids creeping up and up and up over the last couple months. Um but as long as there's like something that we're shooting for at the end of the tunnel, I think that would be you know it'd be nice to have like that kind of conversation or hear that kind of like chatter versus why that change was made. Um, you know, maybe maybe AMG just hates bids. i mean if maybe they wanted to see the current meta suffer i don't know so i would love to have that discussion
1: increase the cost of hrus that's the biggest uh component of bids right now (laughs) but we're coming for you next hrus (laughs) yeah it's funny when we came on uh lj asked if my scarf was a prop um combined (laughs) combined with the snowy hoth background uh i am actually just cold um (laughs) I've been using this background for the last couple of months. As as our listeners know, I've been playing Blizzard and probably will continue to until until morale improves. Um, But uh, yeah, I'm actually cold. The scarf is not a prop just for those wondering.
2: Uh, let's see I was trying to think if there's anything else there is one other immediate change that will go into effect at LVO um, because I think this is a CRB thing but it was something I actually picked up while I was reading the OP doc and I don't know if you guys picked this up yet but um, I did notice um, we did have a little bit of a change um, related to hidden information that was part of this change today um command cards are still full hidden information as one would expect and hope mm-hmm. but uh battle cards are not anymore
1: Ooh. um uh so i had Excuse i had been I go, uh, edit, edit the article.
2: yeah i i had <laughs> been uh, i had been asked some questions about that when i did um outriders on saturday and while we were recording it i was like Ugh because i was trying to hold on to those ch- the, to, to talking about that until after today but yeah that was actually one of the things i picked up on when i was looking at the op doc initially was that um that battle cards were, were not hidden information anymore uh which i think is fascinating well that
3: should be in the that would be in the rule book right not the it, OP it doc. Be, yeah but it
2: was like there was a blurb or something in the op doc that turned my my brain onto it when i was doing the, the initial proofing but uh yeah that was one that i noticed that i think uh we were talking about people submitting their lists at the time for the event, and then of course having a printed copy because even though Game Uplink shows you those very nicely and et cetera, et cetera, it's still nice to have the physical copy for you, your opponent. People aren't staring at their phones, and you know, God forbid, the internet or Game Uplink or something goes down, we whoa, whoa, still have whoa, complete... whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I know. I'd it, like it to never say would. a
0: couple of things here. Uh, <laughs> I would like to encourage people to calm, stare at their phones. Calm and down, Game Uplink, <laughs> Calm down. And Game Uplink won't be going down those are the two things I'm, i'd like to I say sure
2: it won't but yes we we like to have that information physically on hand so i was uh i was thinking about it um for lvo and that's one that yeah when you uh when you do your printed list for you and your opponent um that's actually something you're you should include um because that's part of the that'll be part of the turn zero process moving forward
1: yeah, you look at your opponent's battle cards when you decide whether you're red or blue to see if they're similar to yours or not.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I have to say, though, since we moved to the four-card system and looking at other people's lists, if you play enough, that's never a real, like, it It was, I mean, the it's, only It's thing, not
1: usually a surprise. No,
0: the objective should no, be like, usually. oh, I know, I know what he's got, you know, you know. Um, sure deployments you could probably get shocked if somebody threw in a a random one but just on a person's list you had a real good idea of what they were running right
2: i agree um let's see if i'm trying to think if there was anything else kyle anything specifically from the op doc related to lvo that was lingering on your mind before i jump to worlds
0: yeah, uh, so here's a question, LJ. I brought this yes, up. before. Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kyle I, I'm asking. It's you know. I have is, no more questions anyway. This, so. this is the podcast now. I do whatever I want. Uh, so, um, in the document, it did. There are a lot of verbiage around um, players using substitutions for measurement mm. tools, tokens, uh, even bases as long as the uh, the TO or EO, they call it the EO and the player agree and that it's the same measurements and size and, you know, everything else as, uh as the, you know, the, the, the original components, is that something that will be in effect for LVO? So for instance, if I wanted to put clear bases on my, you know, on my army, instead of the, the, uh, you know, the Legion bases, as long as it's the same measurements, right? That's, that is a legal product.
2: Yes, so that is something that we had uh, actually allowed in the past before. So luckily, it's an easy one for us to thumbs up, because it's not too different than LVOs operated in the past. Um, but no, I'm glad you um, reminded me about all of the the legal components, because yes, I do think the, the legality of your game components um, and being able to bring custom game components got a little easier um, with the OP document, which is great. Um, as far as anything related to or that could be related to a miniature conversion so changing the base trying to use the proxy adding on extra plastic to a different miniature or doing head swap stuff like that um, if anybody has those kind of questions uh, we ask that you send those to the lvo legion event uh, at gmail.com email because uh, that's where Nima, the head consular, um, will uh, evaluate those uh, on a case-by-case yep. basis. So we we really aren't necessarily worried about your game components. You know, you don't send us pictures of like your you know cool. Uh, 5th Trooper, you know, order tokens, for example,
0: yeah.
2: um, or, you know, your other tokens and whatnot. Those are all pretty pretty straightforward, as long as you can generally tell, reasonably tell what they're meant to be. Um, but for your miniatures, yes, you should continue to send those in to the LVO Legion event email, um, because that's where the head judge uh, approves them. And uh, then we have kind of like a running record of what we've approved and whatnot. So if there is some sort of genuine issue during the event, we just look at the big list of things we approved and move on with our lives. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it really like LVO has been known for the opposite of restrictive. You know, it's the same event that had the the all Wookiee army with the Wookiees riding on Tauntauns and the Wookie with the lightsaber and the Wookiee core troopers, you know, rocking across the board. We, we've we always like really prided ourselves on being able to work within the, the boundaries and restrictions of the rules and you know run with what was called you know to's preference or you know to's approval and um i think that is very much still alive in this new organized play document um i was very happy to see a good amount of the verbiage transfer over from one document to another um you know yes you can still have your custom stuff yes you can still do head swaps and add-on plastic and whatnot you know if you're at an official event or worlds, which we'll probably talk about in a minute. You should probably have official plastic, but I mean, yeah. duh. I <laughs> would you really expect to come to their world championship and have an all three D printed army and they'd be like, Great.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, I yeah. come on. And I mean, it's it's in there, you know. It's just yeah. like a majority of it has to be Asmodee, uh, America miniature parts from Star Wars Legion, you know. The, but you could do other stuff, you can't customize a miniature such a way that a part of the miniature represents other intellectual property, right? Mm-hmm. The reason this is important at Worlds is they're going to be streaming, and you know, that's it's really important to them that it's Star Wars <laughs> and it's their product, right? <laughs> this and is so... my uh, Jean Luc Picard
2: I'm using for Yoda, <laughs> yeah, right? No, <laughs> space marines for your empire no legos (laughs) apparently
1: because i guess that's the thing that people have done
0: oh yeah that was at uh that was at the cano cano bite uh tournament Mm -hmm. up here somebody had and (laughs) legos (laughs) that's so good um all right let's talk about worlds real real quick so we can i had one more question
3: with op doc all right you mentioned tiebreakers are in flux um based but uh what about draws Uh, So I think for now,
2: because draws are part of their own, like, they're they're part of the new scoring system of win is worth this much, loss for this much, draws worth this much. I think it's the same thing for now. Until we integrate both of those parts, I think we're going to have to leave the other one behind for now. Okay. Um. That that'll be one of those things that if we're going to use it, we have to make an announcement sometime between Wednesday to Friday. I'm so no, that, That's another important. If one. I may so say.
0: Related it, question. Very confident you're going to be able to make that announcement.
1: <laughs> yeah. Good. Okay. So for LVO, yes. Uh, if draws are not a thing, how are you handling the blue player no longer wins ties thing? Because that's what essentially enables draws to be a thing. I think it. Like I said,
2: I think it's all part of the same package. I think if um, I think if we don't then we're probably going to have to work something that works around that part of the restriction. Um, I don't think we're not going to use those. I do feel pretty, I, Jay feels pretty confident, so I feel pretty confident.
3: Okay.
2: Um, but like, you know, covering all bases just in case for some reason some massive thing came up or Nima sends me a message after this airs and is like, you said what? It's surprisingly, right? Yeah, no, it is. It 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 would be very difficult. You have to be equal on
3: victory points and equal on bid. You'd have to both Uh,
1: be uh, equal on bid. Yeah,
2: yes. I I think an LVO is the only thing where I have seen a a true draw happen once in the last like three. So, I mean, I guess to actually answer the question, we would just have to break out loop and chewy. That is the tiebreaker to end all tiebreakers. Yeah. So. Or, you know, we could do our favorite thing and flip a coin. <laughs> <laughs> I know everybody loves when we do that. Open
1: Tree sounds more fun.
2: <laughs> I agree. Much better, especially when everybody has alcohol. Yeah. So Worlds, Jerry. Please. Yes. Worlds. <laughs> um, okay, so Worlds looks weirdly similar to the Las Vegas Open about that. Yeah. So, um, John Griffin, uh, is the, the TO for that one. He's somebody who has helped with Vegas opens and, you know, I work with and whatnot. Um, and so when I talked to him as his, uh, as his head judge, you know, we were kind of looking at, we had to first look at, you know, how many people we have, um, or that have indicated that they're gonna, that they're gonna show up. And so we kind of had to work backwards from day three all the way through, you know, LCQ, and kind of find a, f- a couple different formats that would work depending on where the numbers landed. So we came up with like three different things. And then, one, you know, basically the plan that fit best with the number of people that said they were coming was the LVO structure. We looked like we were going to have a little under 128 people if invites continued the way that they were going to be. And so far they've held true. So what we decided to do for Worlds is that we would do a last chance qualifier uh, that's going to be three rounds minimum of four people advance that's on thursday what is that the 23rd um three rounds minimum four people advance but essentially just like last time you know mr number 13 over here at the last chance qualifier in 2019 um, will basically take the number of people we need to fill up the spots Awesome. And then we'll probably tell like the two people after that to be on standby, just in case somebody didn't make it at the last minute. So last chance qualifier day, pretty much your regular standard uh, strength schedule tournament, Uh, three rounds. We take the top people that get in to fill the spots nice and easy. Um, If we have 128 people play anywhere between 114 to 128, that means there'll be 16 undefeated uh, by the end of round three. Again, I know the packet says that we're trying that we're going to take four at a minimum. At this point in time, I am fairly confident that we will use all sixteen of those people um, that go undefeated. I, I have a really good feeling about it just based on where the numbers have been landing. And then there might be a couple people that make it in on tiebreakers. That gets us into day one of Worlds. Boom, we're finally here. It's Worlds, and at a Worlds, you you can't do travel groups. It's too, it's too prestigious to have like some sort of free buy where you can pick somebody, you know, and again, I can't police every single group and know where every single person that comes to Worlds is from, Ooh, especially with how that. international it is, you know. I got that for you. I'm sure you have an indication
3: of
1: it. Yes. But I, I don't want to have to worry about it. Purchase the property in Buffalo? Uh-huh.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> I've got the location that all the qualifiers were at. Um. And so the kind of the bottom
2: line was that we wanted to be able to do something that allowed those really interesting round one matchups to happen. And Kyle, I know you're familiar with what I'm talking about, um, but oh, also yes. that it did not <laughs> totally um, kill the hype for those players to make it into the next day. And so we ended up settling on a, a two and one system all two and ones are better make it to day two just like lvo so you're that's gonna see you're gonna one. yeah i i am I mean honestly i don't really think i've seen anybody that's been mad at that kind of thing so um for those of us who aren't looking at you know SwissTriangle.com. If you run 128 person tournament for three rounds, you'll be left with 64 exactly half your field that have a two and one or better record. It's perfect for a tournament. And I think the minimum number that you need to hit that I thought was 114 was what I remember. So as long as you're in between that bracket of 14 players, you can achieve this. And we should be very able to to hit that with what we're doing. So then all two and ones advance to day two of worlds which is saturday uh and that day it's win or go home three more rounds win or go home however we did something a little different for worlds than we're doing for lvo worlds uh, adepticon specifically has to close by a certain time that is earlier it's 4 p.m uh much earlier than lvo has to close on sunday so what we decided to do Um, Because the other option was to not do the two-on-one format and just do straight cuts all throughout Worlds, was that we would do a fourth shadow round on Saturday night. A shadow round, if you've never heard of the term before, is basically you have a round that only a specific cut of people play. And in this case, it'll be the top eight. And only the top eight will play one more round. The rest of the 64 field, they can do whatever they want that afternoon. Those people will play one more game, and then the top four will go on to Sunday, and just like we're doing the last day of LVO, then those people will play two more games until we have a final winner um, for, for Worlds. So that's the, the basically the same format, but we take that one round from Sunday, transpose it to the end of the day Saturday. Um, for the people that are staying, uh, the judge crew is going to get them uh, food. We will provide refreshments and nourishment so they can continue to play at their best. I know we're going to end heard it
3: here. Top eight gets free dinner.
2: Yes. No. I, I look, guys. I get a I get a small salary for helping with Adepticon. I'm more than happy to spend that money for you guys to be able to play, especially because I'm the one that came up with the idea that has them stuck playing for another three hours. Look, guys, we did five rounds at LVO 2019. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I I know what four round days feel like. With I know what four five round days feel like. So like I'm more than happy to do something a little you know fun for the people that are staying because they're they're celebrating the hobby and this tournament in this championship. So that's the least we could do as organizers to help them out. Uh, but yeah so that that Saturday, like I said, we'll feed in a Sunday. Uh, we'll play a couple more rounds and then we'll have a, a final winner hopefully around the uh the three o'clock Chicago time hour. And uh then everybody will go home. And we've had a successful Worlds.
1: I'm very excited about the Portillos that has been promised. Potentially. Mm. for Hey, that was but, all John. I can't. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, I mean, he suggested and I was like, oh, yeah, that's like a perfect thing I to do, do. for, so, for yeah. something like this. Not, yeah. not <laughs> I'm like, that's what I'm
1: playing for. Like, I'm playing for <laughs> yeah, the Portillo's, you
2: know? Kyle, I'm playing Kyle, the took free us,
0: food. Kyle took us there last year. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. I've never been yep. there before. I'm like, uh... I was telling Rachel all about it because she had to leave the day before. I'm like, dude, we gotta go. Like, we're, we're going. <laughs> like, it's happening. Um, I'd like to just add, we didn't talk about this, but uh, our friend David Zelenka will be live streaming LVO on his Twitch channel. That's Base. I'm going to put links and stuff uh, on here and we'll talk about it on our Facebook uh, page and stuff. But yes, yeah, so make sure you go subscribe to David's channel that is Base on uh, Twitch. I think it would be good for you to be subscribed to that and be watching what he's putting out, uh, especially for LVO and 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 beyond. So,
2: yeah, I'm really excited for the LVO chatter. Um obviously we've got a lot that we're going to be playing with. It's new to the community and whatnot. So, I can't I can't wait for that to be on display um frontline did kind of a cool thing this year where they took all of the streamers and got all their links and all their um details early and uh it's pinned in the legion discord i believe david shared it as well but there's basically a single page where you can go and you can view all of the las vegas open streams That's um, and cool. open all of the different things so like if i'm a you know age sigmar player i will be i can scroll down the list and be like oh wait there's also this other game i'm interested in called star wars legion and they can get hooked right into the um the stream with david which will be really really cool for helping to grow um his scene and obviously our scene as well yeah no that's uh that's going to be a big part of lvo and of course it's a huge part of worlds um you know for the first worlds we had some really fun streams with uh alex and luke and a couple guest hosts like myself that was a an amazing opportunity so uh, i hope we'll be able to do something similar at uh, worlds and maybe get a couple of the uh the amg folks on and of course yeah. our favorite guests from across the community i'm sure you guys will all make appearances and you know hopefully we'll lots we will uh, hopefully well, we'll be playing hopefully the whole you time. won't <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> How I'm many people playing. from? I was gonna say, how many people from yeah. the fifth trooper have in fights and are playing a world? All but me, all but you. So how many is that, Jay? I can't keep how track of your empire that? anymore.
0: Okay, I, dude, I can't even tell you. Uh, <laughs> I, I was know. gonna say
2: because you have. Is it greater or less than eight? Because eventually you well, will have to eat eight. each other to get to it's the top. It's around eight. I think it's, it's...
1: approximately. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I think it's okay. more. I think it's actually more than eight. I think it's like so ten or twelve, but it's, so you're yeah. <laughs>
0: saying there's
2: a dice rolls chance that
0: the top eight could all be fifth trooper. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm gonna make a bold prediction right now that I'll say at least the at least top four of the top eight will be fifth trooper.
2: All right, fifty percent fifth
0: 50% trooper. Fifty percent in in Got the it. top will be fifth trooper, and I'll say no pressure. Uh, I'm gonna say sixty-six percent is gonna be. Uh, fifth trooper no i think it's gonna be 80 percent is gonna be fifth trooper i think it's gonna be six or seven in the top eight
1: all right <laughs>
2: hell yeah brother there we so
0: go. <laughs> no pressure that's, that's
2: a lot of avoidance
1: friends. that's a lot of avoidance of random that is team kills even if we also somehow all will win <laughs>
2: yep. uh, jay is like sitting back there in the the background he's the man behind the sheet of game up length like <laughs> yeah yeah Oh All right. Weird. Oh, John how that versus
3: Kyle. Out. I don't think so. You see any last-minute GitHub changes to game uplink? Just.
0: Yeah. So uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh
1: man. Uh, Keegan. Keegan is like, hey Jay. I don't remember putting this code in there. What is? What does this do? Oh, Shut that's up Keegan. Don't, don't that's worry about it, it. Don't worry about it. It's nothing.
0: Why does it say fifth trooper overall? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It just says end game. I don't know what's yeah, going on here. Everything's <laughs> fine. <laughs>
2: um, I'm trying to think. There's there's no real other like big format things. I'm I I will say that you will probably see um, the changes we were talking about earlier to the OP document. Again, the goal is to have them in at LVO so we can have that large scale test before Worlds. Those things I'm sure will be ready in time for Worlds at the very least. If if a hiccup occurred before LVO. Um, You know, I already said the time, again, the time and that part of the schedule, that's already in the dock, and that's already been approved by AMGOP. So, like, that part definitely is not changing. We're already locked that in, as far as I'm concerned. Um, For uh, for everybody but 5th Trooper, who I guess won't be making it into the top eight, um, on Saturday, uh, there will be uh, Unconventional Warfare. Um, similar to the Saturday of LVO, there's the Unconventional Warfare side event. Um and on Sunday there is a, a doubles um two rounder. Again, same thing as LVO. So worlds uh does have some side events. There's uh the uh the Onderon. Onyx campaign uh, is there again, which is a fun little uh, side thing that a community member likes to run. Um, There will probably be some other things that will pop up. There'll be some uh, open demo tables ran by AMG for Dynamic Exits and Natural Resources. Those are both those were ticketed things that you could hop into that I saw. And I mean, you're at Adepticon. There's a million other things to do. Uh, There'll be Shatterpoint demos if you are interested in such things, as well as a million other games and things you could get into there it's one of my favorite parts of adepticon is when i go to it and i'm like wait that has like a game community for this side game that i've only ever been able to play with like a friend and there's like a 40 person tournament for it here like there's there's always like games like that and things that you can hop into and demos you can do and whatnot so it's it's got a ton of opportunity at adepticon always always excited to go to you know the mecca of uh of tournaments for me anyway
0: yeah i think it's gonna be good I think that's all good. Check out the streams if you're if you haven't signed up for I don't think you can sign up for anything. So I think it's all uh, close. So be at Adepticon if you got your ticket. If you got in the last chance, we hope you make it. There'll be streams. Everything's gonna be great. Let's let's get down to brass tacks here. <clears throat> let's let's talk about what we really came here to talk about. The new rules changes.
3: Yeah,
2: <laughs> the core rule book. You know what? One of my favorite things is Jay. Actually, no, John. You know talking. what? One of my favorite things is John. Uh oh. TLAs, otherwise known as three-letter acronyms.
3: Core nice. rule
1: book. Oh core my! That's what book. it
3: stands for.
0: This whole <laughs> yes. day, I'm like, why are we saying CRB everywhere?
1: But it's only two <laughs> words, LJ.
2: No, it's core rule.
0: What do you talk block. about, John? The, I thought you the military big military guys like your acronyms. I
2: hate acronyms. <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> sure he had confessed that to me once, which is yeah. why I singled him yeah. out. But yeah. um no, I uh yeah, CRB. Um, you know, at, at its base before before we get into literally anything else, um, I just wanna say that like I'm super, super happy to finally have this thing see the light of day. Um, I got to be greatly involved with it in the recent months. Um, are you sure, you want to admit that before
0: the... we talk about it?
2: I will. I will because my <laughs> my name's on it. I can't hide from it anymore. It if you look at proofreading, it says me and Seth are right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I am. I am more than happy because at at like I said before we say anything else about it. At its base, we have a rule book that is a rule book, not a not a keyword reference guide, yeah. but if i gave this rule book to somebody that don't knew nothing about legion mm-hmm. i feel like they could read it and navigate mm-hmm. the pretty pictures and the examples to learn the basics of how to play the game and at its base level it should at least do that and i i think it accomplishes that okay. transposing a 90 page keyword index to a rulebook format is not an easy task. And so there's a lot of stuff that goes into that. And I mean, it's basically been, it's been over a year of work on it to get it to that point. But the fact that, again, it, it you know starts by reading as a rule book where you open the pages and you follow them to learn how to do things and actually play the game, it, it's wonderful. And it's gonna All be right. so much easier to edit it and update it and get any fixes or future changes to stuff in it and have them get in right away. All right. I've, had, I've had I've had enough of weighed. the
0: propaganda. All right. Yeah. Let's come on. Let's go. Let's go. Let's talk. You know about, what you were getting
2: let's, into. <laughs>
0: let's dig into this. <laughs> I'm excited. And you're that's the like thing that I get excited yeah. about. Okay. <laughs> One of the things. Uh, yeah. Let's let's go. What do you want to talk go. about first, Kyle? So Kyle wrote a wonderful article, by the way, that's on the blog post. So you guys he can all did. read
2: that. You should go read that as you're listening. Yeah. If, yes. you, if your mind can comprehend such things. <laughs>
1: I I, I can't
2: always multitask.
1: I usually listen to podcasts while I'm driving, so I think that would be probably not a good idea for people that do that sort of thing. Um,
0: I'm not going
1: to tell them how to live their life. Yeah, you know, I mean... (laughs) uh, All right. So I do have some specific topics I want to hit, but it's possible that some of them will be hit uh, in this fashion. If you had to pick, like... So you've obviously answered a lot of form rules today. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you had to pick one thing... That is not obvious from reading the rules. That is answered in a forum topic. Uh, what would it be? Ooh, I didn't realize I would have a timed question
2: to immediately start. <laughs> um, no, I feel like I had. I I feel like I do have something set aside for this. Um, I think honestly, we're still kind of feeling ourselves into this change. But I I do think that the way that terrain is defined is going to hurt an experienced player's brain for a second and then kind of made you realize that you were taught wrong from the start. And that leads me to impassable terrain because it always, it always happened when I was explaining and answering questions to people that something that is impassable you cannot pass through as per the word right and impassable still meant that you could climb on top of it because it and was like all... a
1: vertical surface basically. yes yeah. yes
2: impassable just meant you couldn't phase through it and that was how I explained it you couldn't phase through it that seemed to make sense to a lot of people's brains but now with impassable terrain It is Gandalf saying, you cannot pass this terrain. And instead you have to now define it in a different way. And I think that way that we're gonna talk about terrain, people are going to have to, it's gonna take a little bit of getting used to, but it'll be easier for people that are newer rather than people that knew the rules really well, because we taught ourselves this kind of weird way that wasn't necessarily, it didn't necessarily make sense when you explained it to people that were new to the game, or at least that's the problem I was always having. So now you've got, you know, you've got obstacle terrain, and you've got impassable terrain you've got these kind of newer categories that we hadn't necessarily used before um some familiar things like difficult and open those things still save and i think that's one of the things that is going to it's going to improve your legion gameplay greatly when you can look at a table and be like and use those terms fluently
1: so so what are some examples of things that, like if you were rolling up to a table, you're about to play a Legion game, yeah. things, things that you would proactively call impassable terrain?
2: Um, I think you could probably look at maybe an unwieldy piece of terrain. Maybe you had like a rock formation that you couldn't really put miniatures on. That's something that you could deem to be an impassable piece. Or I know I have these little, uh, these little uh, acid pools that I like to use that if you treated it as a you know as a little pillbox basically that's something that you couldn't phase through but you could reasonably clamber and move on top of it if you wanted to now that's something that i could say no that is impassable um and that way it kind of helps delineate it as something that you just simply cannot move through or over or on top of, on, on top of to begin with, which I think again helps add a little bit of variety to like what you're doing as you explain terrain
3: on your tables. So with impassable, um, quick uh, quick control F on the CRB tells mm-hmm. me that impassable, the only things that can move through impassable would be repulsors and uh, jump units. Right. And not even the bomb cart that previously could fly over mm. Endor trees, not even the bomb cart can move through impassable terrain. Mm-hmm.
1: It, it seems that the bomb cart also cannot move over obstacle terrain. Is that accurate? It no longer yes. flies, basically. So it oh.
2: it basically cannot freely move over height 9000 terrain. Um, yeah. that, what that, what, what that about... Isn't
1: a... What about height one terrain?
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So it it doesn't just freely float over everything anymore. Um, Which I'm, I mean, I guess there are reasons why I liked it because it made your cart path easier. But reasons why I didn't like it, because when I explained it to people, they were like, okay, well, I didn't even think about that because that doesn't make any sense to me. Why is this cart going over buildings and stuff like that? So that that's one that I personally like I feel like I'm going to have to play a couple times to see how I feel about um you know it it's it's one of the things that might um you know it's going to affect each player in a different way um because there's different paths each player has to consider when you're looking at the board and what way you're going to be oriented and what terrain you can pick and stuff um so I I feel like I've got to get I've got to get a feel for it before I really make a make a call um, I think the the list that liked it before still probably like it just fine. Um, I could see it probably taking or having a bit of a drop off because it's just not as easy to move around as it used to be. Um, but yeah, basically anything that is taller than it, you're not really going to be moving over anymore, which is basically everything taller than a barricade. I think, so it's uh,
3: following silhouette rules
2: yes it, it basically sorry, small follows small trooper silhouette small trooper silhouette a- roles, except that to it be specific. cannot climb or anything except like that. that because it's yeah and which and you know that is another thing that i picked up on as i was doing another playthrough with the um crb was that yeah. i do feel like there is a decent number of things that now all act like each other because the uh bomb card is a notched base thing and notch based things generally speaking cannot climb within a few exceptions and it's the same thing with like cover from vehicles right you don't have to remember walking versus treaded and all that stuff it's just like no vehicles give heavy cover um you know
0: troopers i'm a hundred percent beyond this these vehicles i remember, los now too yeah i remember yeah. when i played this the first time with evan i think we were doing a stream and I was like, oh, I gotta go around this building. And I'm like, I set things up because I thought Evan was going to have to go around buildings in order to get his cart over there. And he's like, nah, dog, I could just fly right over it. And I'm like, that makes yeah. no sense. What? Right. And I, yeah, so I'm fine with this. And I hate that uh, objective anyways. So <laughs> so,
1: so it, uh, I have an opinion on this. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try and be sort of reserved with my opinions today because I know that we have a lot to get to. But specifically with payload. Uh, just as someone, like, if I'm planning to go to a tournament, uh, personally, I'm not going to bring Payload, even if I have a list that is notional, like, quote, good at Payload, like Blizzard Force, uh, simply because the chance that you run up to a table where there's, like, some weird wall or something on your side of the table that, like, means that you just can't get your Payload. You know, within range two of some terrain piece that your opponent, where you on have the to do a table. big old
3: Z to get to your side. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. just
1: like the, the risk is too high, I guess I should, should say. Punish. Cause, like, I
3: guess
0: um, you could still get, you can still axe it, you know, during the, during your, uh, battle. But if you're phase. blue
3: player and it's in yours, then red has pretty good control of what objective yeah. you land on. Yeah. And right? it's,
1: and it's not like, I mean, it's similar enough to other stuff. As far as strengths and weaknesses are concerned, like KP, that it's probably enough to be like, I'm going to just bring KP and not have to worry about whether my table has a giant wall on it or not. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I get that it's like more, it makes a little more sense uh, from an immersion perspective. Mm -hmm. Personally, as someone going to a tournament, this like kills the payload objective for me. But
2: yeah, I I can see from the perspective of like, you know, and like, as a tournament person, you're looking at the nine round perspective, right? Yeah. Um, And I get it from the nine round perspective, you're trying, you're always trying to eliminate variants. Um, And that that makes total sense to me, for sure. All right, I'd Um, like to
0: point one thing out real quick, real quick, I swear, Uh, under terrain that barricades are specifically called out as difficult terrain, which was something we were wondering about when we were, you know, when all the tweets and, you know, the teases were coming out. This was something we thought we didn't understand and now they've spelled it out directly as difficult terrain so it's something to yeah. keep in mind for everyone Ericcade've
2: got their own little snippet on the bottom yep. right of page 11 if you're looking for that. Yep it's a little researched. in the
0: blue box. Yep.
1: There's also a lot of uh, great like sort of common sense this is how people were doing it anyway kind of changes um, there's the segmenting terrain thing which mm-hmm. basically says explicitly now that you can define terrain differently even if it's physically connected Um And then there's the movement tool thing, uh, where at least small base trooper minis don't have to actually move along the template anymore. They just kind of teleport to the end of it, which is great. That's how people thought you should be doing it anyway. Um, So
2: Yeah, and there's even more movement-related freedom, I guess I should say, freedoms that they've gained, such as being able to uh, go off the table a little bit. Yeah, great Um, for speeders i mean it's great for speeders i know blizzard wins again sure bring it up all you (laughs) want so is the
1: not crashing thing speeders Um, can't crash anymore right correct
2: yes um but i really it it, again like for me like it honestly harkens back more to like um jay wasn't it your game on stream where we had that talk about being able to move off just a little bit and then back on with a gav wasn't that your game yep yeah so i'm like again like yeah sure a unit that we already know is good gets better in the in the in the process whatever that can be fixed with the points adjustment or something else later i think for the all the other things it makes better that like the people that are not trying to win worlds or are, are, are like liking to play uh, I'm i'm happy that changed for them for those people because yeah. that at the end of the day it makes that experience better which
0: is um great. i agree I, you know, I, and listen, I, I'm going to I'm going to be different on this, I guess, than Kyle and John in some of these areas, just because, you know, I have a different point of view on things. But yeah, being a GAV and ATST player. Uh, I hate board edges. I hate them with a red hot passion. And so uh, this was a nice, this is a nice thing for, for vehicles, you know, Um, it gives you some options. You don't get stuck, you know, in LJs specifically talking about two things came up with that was the, 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 the range one deployment and I couldn't get the Gav tank deployed. So that rule got changed from that stream. And then this was the other thing where because of that, I was trying to figure out how I was going to get my Gav tank into play. And I couldn't go off the table's edge in order to like, to move it so that it could reposition and get into a, a lane that it could move. And so I, you know, listen, I think, I think it's good from just a playability standpoint and it kind of sure, like LJ said, I think it probably does break some other stuff, but it it, you know, it definitely helps things too. Um, so eh, that's that's it, where it,
1: I'm at. It does mean if you have like a wall or something that bumps all the way up against the table edge, you now have a different way to go around it, even with like random trooper units. Which is sometimes
3: probably... ninety degrees, pretty hard to line up to go off and back on. This is, I don't think this ruling gives you a lot of. Hey, I can move off the edge now. It's it's for the little things that mm. it's going to change the most, like the gap tank starting parallel, yeah. now yeah can actually I don't think
1: it's, it's probably groups. really not going to come into play that much. Yeah. Uh, it's really it's hard to not off a, and, not back to and back on. And yeah. back Yeah. Um Alright, let's talk about cover and line of sight.
2: Alright. Let us talk about one of the big ones.
1: So, yeah. uh line of sight is pretty consistent, I think, with what it was previewed as for um just reciprocal line of sight using silhouettes Um. <laughs> something that uh was not in the preview article but makes sense is that repulsor vehicles their silhouette starts from the bottom of the hull and goes to the top of the hull so the peg doesn't count um
3: of the hull too so no no handlebars
1: no handlebars yeah so it's actually like for speeder bikes it's like a really tiny tiny. skinny to get disc Um, (laughs) uh it's a little toledo yeah and same for the t47 the t47 has a really narrow uh cylinder which um i think is is probably good when we get to cover um do you want to talk about cover real quick lj because this is one i think that um i know there was a forum post on today and it maybe doesn't read exactly like people think it does in the in the cover rules so do you want to just go over like basically how cover works
2: yeah so I think what was throwing people off um, was the way that the preview article was worded kind of led people to believe that you picked one point on the attacker and of the attacker's silhouette, and we've talked a lot about silhouettes, so I won't start there from the beginning, and looked at all points of the defender's. And so you could kind of like look and see what was the most advantageous for you and go with that to try to still scope things out of cover like you used to. But it's, it's actually even simpler than that. It's just the whole silhouette to the whole silhouette. You create a cone of sadness to your target. And if you can see if cover is blocking them on that cone, they have cover. And so one of the things I noticed when I was actually playing was that kind of sped things up a little bit for me, because you would just look and you'd be like, oh, they're blocked by that object. They're probably going to have cover. On top of that, there is still some of the usual stipulations. Um, We did see an addition from the preview article that was not there before uh units that are completely ups- uh, completely blocked are ups- considered to be obscured by the terrain that is blocking them um i actually want to point out a point of that verbiage that's important They count as obscured by the terrain that is blocking them so they just count as obscured by whatever that thing is so if you're obscured by something that is light before if you were completely blocked you would count it as having heavy, heavy cover yeah. That is not necessarily the case anymore, though a lot of the things that would provide heavy are probably the things that are going to fully block you anyway. Um, so anyway, yeah, so you do the whole check to the whole check. If any part is obscured, then that miniature is considered to have cover. Repeat the process for the rest of the unit. 50%, they have that cover that, they're, that they were obscured by. Um, did I miss anything?
1: Uh... I don't think so it's some kind of a minor change but it used to be essentially that like um you would round up if there was half in light and half in heavy uh now i think you essentially round down you need more minis than heavy than you have in light to um, that's like a minor thing but yeah i mean i think the biggest thing is just the that it's essentially every part of the attacker silhouette to every part of the defender silhouette which I think, I think there's two different ways to think about this in shorthand. The first is simply that like the defender picks the point that you look from because they're going to pick the most advantageous point, which 99% of the time is going to be on the base of the attacker because uh, you want to go along the table itself, essentially just draw a line straight along the table. Um, and that's going to be the part that's going to be most likely to be obscured by terrain uh the other way to think of it too is that in addition to line of sight being reciprocal cover is essentially reciprocal like the unit leader has mm-hmm. to be fully in the open for the defender the attacking unit leader has to be fully in the open for the defender to also be fully in the open
3: unless the attacker is touching the tree
1: unless the attacker is touching the train so uh jay you were talking about atsts uh the example i think that is most stark about how this affects things is um you have a situation kind of like we had for the first month roughly of the game where an atst was like right next to a barricade but not touching it uh say it's like an inch from said barricade and then you have trooper units that are you know range two out from the atst um with no intervening cover except that barricade that's an inch from the atst's feet that is that is now cover correct from the barricade
3: not that yes. scenario no because 50 percent. right we need 50 percent of the atst to have,
1: no, 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 not, to have cover. No, no, not. No, I'm oh, talking about the ATSC we're shooting the, other the Rebel yeah. Troopers. Yeah.
3: Yes, yes, that way. Yes.
1: Yeah. Correct. Okay.
3: That I'm with you on that. Is how do you, how bullshit.
0: do you feel about that, Jay? Shit. <laughs> um, I mean, the I don't, don't like that one. On I mean, ATSC is always
2: going to be the worst example of it. It'll it get easier as you use it, but like the ATST is definitely going to be that the one that That is never going to get easier as sense. I use
0: it. That is bullshit every time <laughs> well, I use it. And it, was, and it was, I'm you I'm have a blast happy. gun, just use it.
1: Well, what gets yeah. extra weird whoever is whoever you puts, you puts that could, on. You should. You, you could have you could have a T 47 in the same situation, and that is no cover because the silhouette of the T 47 starts, starts much higher. Yeah, um, You could also have some stormtroopers on a building next to the ATST. At knee height of the ATSD, and that's a no cover shot because their silhouettes start further high up on the table. Yeah. So
0: I hate it.
2: I'm, I don't, I don't know. Like, nope. I'm surprised how many open shots I was actually getting when I was playing against good players anyway.
0: No, no, no. It was no, not no, something
2: no, no, no. that was happening very often. You are full of crap. I I'm not. Uh, I this, well, this magical world there. where I always got scopes out in the open yeah, with AATs right. or ATSTs was like not something that I was encountering in a lot of my games anyway. I mean, I'm I was going to actually ask if you guys thought that terrain density and the way we build tables is going to change because of this this change to to cover of line of sight.
1: I mean, we we might have to. <laughs> I I mean I don't,
2: I mean, I don't, I don't, don't know, like that. It, I I guess at the end of the day, the question is, do we do we continue to build as we do now, um, you know, maybe adding more taller stuff because we can now without feeling as bad about it? Or, you know, do you think there is a type or category or density of terrain that starts to starts to go down because we want to we want to feel it out and see if it creates um, less cover situations than the new rules lead us to believe.
1: So, Uh, I'll say one thing relative to that. Um, This is essentially how Legion was for like a month when it first came out because they originally just had the center to center line check and the, you know, look from the top of a mini to see if they're open or not was like not a part of the terrain Uh, or sorry, part of the cover rules. They added that step specifically because of the ATST T47 elevated, you know, whatever units being almost next to a barricade, but not quite there kind of situation um and when the game first came out people were essentially just playing with barricades uh and the reason that they made that change is because everybody hated how that worked (laughs) when they were playing on a table with just barricades um
0: well i think we're going to see an increase in barricades now because they're the only thing that's specifically designated of as scatter terrain that's also difficult terrain right so i think you're going to see a, an increase in barricades which is going to uh, i think going to make this a bigger problem and i hate it
1: i mean yeah I, well and I, i'm not saying i guess jay what i'm saying is there was less terrain there was very little terrain on the table mm-hmm. when the game first started yeah um and everybody still hated how that worked with the just drawing lines across the table yeah so i feel like you know, if the response is well, maybe we need to change how we do to ter- terrain and go, you know, go back to less terrain. Like we've already been there with a rule that kind of resembled this.
0: Oh yeah, I um, yeah,
1: and it got changed very quickly because mm. you know the opinions were not diverse on that matter. Let's put it that way. Um, so yeah, I think if I we don't get know. a lot
2: more, uh, if we get a lot more shots
1: in in cover,
2: you know, there's also a lot more potential to negate that i think that existed before you know critical and blast and sharpshooter and whatnot definitely more prevalent than it than it could could have been if the rules continued as they were at the time so i i think as with anything you know we're just gonna have to feel it out and see how it actually plays. I don't. I don't disagree that, especially like when you look at it from the ATST's point of view, which is how I always is, look at it. Which is the way to look at it because that's going to be the most extreme point of view. Yeah. Um, is definitely not a not a favorable one. But, you know, is it actually making much more of a difference than before? Like I said. To an ATST? Really ATSD? was really Stop, was stop not, your propaganda right now. I was not right getting free open shots. Uh, dude, even I don't, I don't I don't know what yokels you're playing against up what? there, Jay.
0: With an ATST? <laughs> you you always get free open shots. Yeah, that's, <laughs> Have that's you lost the point your mind? Of an <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Right? Dude, I'm not letting you do this. This is bullcrap. You just took the value of the ATST, and it was low before, and you just plunged it into the. Oh, you got. you the. Worst. Well,
2: don't do say me. I didn't write it.
0: Get, get on. Oh, but you proofread it. <laughs> it says right here, right here in the beginning. Proofread. Well,
3: so, so the ATST it, can move on top of stuff now too, right? Well, it um, could always do that, but yeah. a lot taller.
0: Right? Isn't it up to silhouette now? A, a, a little taller. But yes, a little taller. A little yes. taller. I, really, so I don't
1: uh, think it's going to be that. Different. I want to. I want to kind of divorce I, this conversation yeah, from, from ATSTs a little bit because I, I think
0: <laughs> Jay's getting real
2: heated because they're always going to show the ATSC. extremes.
1: They are, but I think there are some very ridiculous examples that you can do too with just trooper units, where like you're like an inch away from the barricade. Uh, that barricade is like, you know, covering uh, from the defender's perspective like a millimeter of the attackers attacking unit leaders base. And that's also cover for the defender. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think it's going to get potentially weird and abstract with the whole, like every to every, cause you almost need to like, I mean, I think at the end of the day, if both, if both uh, unit leaders, if both units are on the table, you just use a line laser and you draw them from both sides of the base and that's it. You're done. Um, so it's definitely potentially faster unless one of the Mm -hmm. units is elevated. Uh, It strikes me as not merely as... I will tell you,
2: one of the things I did this week to get ready is I played a couple games where we just looked every single thing up. Uh, We didn't, you know, they weren't all six-round games, but we just played a couple games where we just looked every single thing up in the CRB. And it got real quick, real fast. It was nice. Um, Again, I know stomaching all the changes ain't easy, Jay. Yeah. It's okay. I still love you. Listen, but man. I it gets I better. like
0: some of these. I'm this, glad. i I hate it, this. Trust one. me.
2: I like I like hearing that. And they they're not all gonna be hits. It's okay. <laughs> um, I get it. I just I I like that. Yes, it does get quicker in practice because it's usually very obvious. Yeah. And then it's the other thing that it showcased um, really Shooting. quickly for me was how nice the reciprocal part was. Because no, that, you could that's... you could immediately establishing the reciprocal shots. That's it.
0: It underlined and underscored I'm fine like that.
2: that. that's that yeah. that's in the game. That's to a me, which totally is nice. separate thing. Yeah, um, yeah,
0: yeah. Stop trying to move off topic. We like that one. That one's fine.
1: Well, and as far as they're all <laughs> not going to be hits, I would think that the thing that you do the most in the game, you'd want to be hit. <laughs>
0: but yeah, well, you know. Anyway, call them crazy. Yeah. There is
3: a positive related, another positive related change there. Um, okay.
0: No slingshotting.
3: Yeah. Meaning you can't, yeah. you that's can't great. bring your unit leader and then throw your other units past, so they could actually see your unit leader. Also has to be able to see the defender for it to yep. be a legal attack. That, that's yes. another
1: like every most people were doing it that way. anyway, kind of oh, common yeah. sense, obvious, definitely should be a, a change kind of thing. I sure. do like that one. Yeah. Especially with the new wound allocation rules, because otherwise you'd be able to corner peek with any heavy mod. Yeah, it forces now you to be taking
0: a... at least two wounds at a right. time. Yeah, yeah. let's talk scenario. about that real quick. I guess we already talked about this one yeah, on the podcast before, right? So, yeah, everybody gets that. But the, the thing is, yeah, you have to have the the big thing was you couldn't just have your heavy out of cover and the rest of your unit and it can't shoot because the, the unit leader has to have the line of sight as well, right? So, yeah correct <clears throat> yeah so that's interesting uh yeah what else we some want would to say related <laughs>
1: uh okay let's see what else we got in here um do you guys just
3: hate jedis over there
1: <laughs> only just ones what? that have deflect
3: john just what, what do you mean you people <laughs> yeah, i mean you people um, just
1: just the ones with deflect
3: uh, so it makes me so sad <laughs> No deflect, uh, no no surge block in melee. It was the Grievous buff
2: that nobody saw coming.
3: Yeah, this is the block the buff. The Grievous, Alice, <laughs> and who else has block buff? But not oh. only that, just a, a Vader buff. A third Vader buff, because Reliable too doesn't care.
1: Well, it, it's, well a, it's still a nerf. It's just he's less <laughs> nerfed than the other <laughs> ones with deflect.
0: Yeah. I'm actually... <laughs> he has an out. Um, I liked... Listen, I liked the deflect rule before, but I mean, if we're thinking about it from a like making sense standpoint, like it never really made sense. Right. This, I,
2: I, I honestly, I can't speak to the reason for the change. Um, again, it's mostly because I'm me. not the developer; I don't do those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will, I will definitely agree with you there, Jay. It's like, I don't know if deflect really ever should have worked. In melee um we just got used to it because that's how it's worked for yeah
0: know, well i mean because they
2: make sense it, it makes, makes sense for balance unit. for balance
1: reasons yes, you have a super expensive unit where dodge tokens are really important they get a little bit of an extra defensive buff yeah i'm spending a dodge for balance reasons it makes sense you know yeah but uh
0: yes sure 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 and sure. then
1: they could never wound units in melee with deflect right. so to I mean, the
0: special
3: ones like Jim. So,
1: yeah, but those were specifically like Anakin's right. a good duelist, so he's going right. to turn your hit back on you or something like yeah. that. But, um, yeah, I don't know.
2: I think that one comes out to a net neutral at the end of the day. I don't know if it'll actually destroy as much as John thinks it will. And I will, I will My go Luke's to that.
3: Already rolling blanks. I, <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> well, see, so, blanks. so,
2: what you're saying is it never mattered anyway because you only rolled blanks. Noted.
3: Not (laughs) noted. John's (laughs) just mad. Uh,
0: Take jump away from me.
3: Take deflect away from me.
0: Man, I mean, technically, uh, they didn't take jump away.
3: They took it, it away. still it still does so much. They, so they, they the gave that toy to everyone, everyone now. It still does
0: the same. Everyone's thing. got jump now.
1: It does. So it does do literally the same thing as it did before.
0: Yeah, uh, so. it, it, uh, yes, you uh, can, well, I think I think where the difference is going to come. And this goes back to table difference. building is, I think, the impassable terrain stuff. Right. If that is something mm-hmm. where we're really going to implement that on tables, then I think its value goes up. Right. No, I think, yes. again, that's why I that's and that's why I,
2: I, I waffled on what I was going to do. But that's why I settled on it as like the thing to bring up at the beginning. Um, Learning how to speak that language and speak it fluently, I think is going to be extremely important. And you know there were certain units that you um probably advocated for terrain to work a specific way when you had the turn zero table discussion with your opponent and this is something that if it wasn't already in that category it's definitely in the category now i mean if you were a, a jump player you definitely made sure it was very clear what things could jump over and now there's additional incentive to add that variety to the table i think which is which is cool i like that
3: Everything's impassable,
2: I declare. Noted. <laughs> I will just have a judge follow you around all your games and be like, Yep, yeah, no, John's right. I impassable. Uh, he's right again. This is weird. It keeps happening. Yep. Weird. Yeah. Can oh, I ever speak any a
3: square arcade. building impassable? <laughs> yes. I don't know what to <laughs> tell you. <laughs>
1: Are we allowed to shout consular instead of judge? Because that is way cooler. I mean, I did mention that earlier. I think people okay. should say it because I think it'd be cool. Yeah. Um okay. I,
2: I think it's somebody had mentioned this um in another chat I had today too, where in a crowded convention hall with a lot of other games going on, nobody's yelling consular out into the crowd. That's, so yeah. You know, I, I I don't think it'll cut through the crowd the same that somebody yelling judge yeah. does. You know, well, you gotta judges. yell three syllables. Could you, yeah, could yes, you imagine consular. Consular. like saying that word right.
0: while you're angry? <laughs> I, <I'm> like, <laughs> I'm, is, is, somebody.
2: You, <laughs> I I feel like we should learn how to say it in yeah. like German because German always
1: sounds angrier. Yeah. I, now I'm gonna look that up.
2: Perfect. Yeah, that's that's Thank
0: problem. you. Uh, here's something I'd like to talk about that I think is really important that I think a lot of people are going to pass up is uh, I think Tauntauns and Dubacks maybe got a little boost with uh, being able to do Relentless uh, before they move. That's that's going to be a typo.
2: I'm actually interested in that one. I'm I'm not gonna speak to that one just now because before I or after
0: a withdrawal move.
2: I don't they I don't, don't remember do <laughs> I don't remember what it was supposed to be. So I don't I don't want to mislead you on that one. I'll say Doing for now, relentless Read the rule book. We'll see we'll see what happens by Friday. So Doing
3: rel- relentless means doing an attack after your move though. Yeah, so, but yeah, it yes. specifically says, and that's says... why,
2: and that's why I think it's not actually. I don't gonna. Think it, here's here's up. why
0: here's why it holds up. Oh wait, you, no. You...
2: Here's why it doesn't hold up. Hey, yo. check chickity check yourself before you wreck yourself. Is it it's is it written somewhere? Is there a form? It's, it's already up there. It's already up there.
0: It's on the forums. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh,
2: it was one of the first ones we got to, which is why I forgot about it because uh, Andrew actually was the one who so that's a answered misprint. that question. Um, there were, uh, it's one of the things that, uh, you'll probably see an edit to that by Friday. Uh,
3: how they uh, got nerfed though, Jay, is they can't withdraw into another unit. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Generally speaking, That's pretty
3: I'm pretty cool sense with that across yeah. the board. So common sense. They were already hurting. Yeah.
0: Well, That's how fine. much more do you want to do to creature troopers? <laughs> Poor creatures. Well, no
3: objective play, no
1: that's fine they know what they did no cover uh, all right we
2: could okay. <laughs> we could change ram so it doesn't uh hit, change to crits and sure sure do <laughs> you, that any, any other ideas jay yeah.
0: i gotta make them blanks <laughs> here's something really positive that i think is probably the thing i am the most happy about in all the changes that have been made to this to the rule books are you ready hit me uh the ewok affiliation, ah. has been added in. I was and... really happy that that made it <laughs> in just to give people a little tease. Um, and also a little uh, in, in what was it, uh, incognito token
2: with the little ewok on it, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah,
0: man, they're gonna be hiding in bushes incognito. Uh, I can't why are, wait. Why are That's...
2: the trees speaking? Sorry, yes,
0: anyways. it's gonna be great. Sorry. That one was really cool.
2: uh, John. It is, the before here is referring to pivots granted by the reposition keyword. Since relentless triggers after a move, the creature trooper must first complete the withdraw before performing any free attack action. So granted so, by Relentless. Right.
0: The reason, I guess the reason why I read it differently was because the wording says they perform the free actions from yes. the relentless. Kingdom. No,
2: it, it it's a reason why it's like it was like question number five today. Yeah. <laughs> it, it came up very early. So no, I don't don't blame you at all for, for seeing that. Mm-hmm.
0: And thinking uh, that. Let's talk about I guess scale since we were on jump. We might sure. as well cover scale as well.
2: Yeah, I mean, John, you had a real uh, bone to pick with uh, jump, but I'm surprised scale <laughs> seemed <laughs> to get hit um, a little harder. In my, I think uh, scale opinion. got like actively
1: nerfed, basically, yeah. right? Yeah, yes. good. Like, not only is it worse relative to everyone else having jump, it's like just straight worse. <laughs> worse than it was. <laughs> yeah. Good.
0: Yes. I don't listen. Good.
1: As someone that I played enjoyed John Wookies. enough
0: with the Wookiees against <laughs> his Wookiees that that needed to go. That was wow. some bullshit. That was been in timeout for
3: like six months now, <laughs> so much longer.
1: All right, um,
3: you so know scale what? I, just gets you uh, ignore difficult terrain and you can climb height two. Yeah, 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 you can do your uh, short
2: move up to height two you know they, they ignore difficult terrain always
3: good never sure oh, know, if, that, if that got taken
0: from wookies right
3: would, that you well, know
0: hold on when when they it, uh, yeah right yeah yeah yeah, it's just is expert
1: climber plus and
0: uh, a, a height two
1: environmental climb. gear basically now right is that the short yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah okay um so can i ask a couple questions that uh are essentially like outstanding forum questions are you allowed to answer these um if they're <laughs> if they're in the forum no probably not live on
2: air i mean what you guys still get a release on your usual day with this yeah, it'll be tomorrow it, 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 if it's tomorrow there's there's a chance it might get hit before but okay you know now that might have to wait all right so
0: <laughs> i have one uh on behalf of my old co-host from the fifth trooper podcast that he was pretty upset with uh a unit being transported in a closed transport wow. gains a suppress token that suffers one wound when the transportation is defeated. Then flip any order tokens that unit has face down or sign it a face down order token if it does not have any. That my, is my did, favorite. Did Vader uh, Lat really need, really need a nerf?
2: One yes. One of my
0: <laughs> favorite memes from,
2: uh, I mean, it's not community, but it's Donald Glover from a stand up where he grabs the microphone. He says,
1: Good. <laughs> good that's great i love that change i love everything about that one
2: i'm i'm glad you like that Kyle. because honestly like i I hate the i hate the transports being able to dump their cargo with no they're expensive negative they're expensive to just no negative
0: they suck that's the negative, <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's, a, I, it's a unit that sucks, right? Being, and you have to pay able a ton throw, of money for. Like that was uh, the only yeah, positive. It it cheap, had uh,
2: yep. what's it called? Cheap bus on the table and do that. Uh I think that's
1: that sounds.
3: It's like throwing away two strike teams, though. Yeah, I, yeah. I,
1: I I don't like that. It was actively bad to want to try and kill a unit, right? Like I mean, you
2: never you never want to encourage that kind of thing. And look, yeah. if if the transport generally gets worse because of it then that's fine in a couple what? months after worlds or whatever just adjust the points for to compensate like yeah, they do more it's not a like a adjustment it's not a one-step process like do you just there there will probably be some sort of adjustment later once we see what gets taken what doesn't sure. after uh the next couple months i mean
0: okay I guess that the the problem is we don't know what potentially is coming in the future, but as of right now, nothing was. There was no real broken mechanic in that that was affecting the game. Whether or not Kyle hated it because it made sense, it it like come on, like that delivery system was perfect and you know <laughs> perfect in every way, perfectly balanced, in and you broke every it. way. Yeah, we we will rebuild. Yeah, well. I hope you guys like using lats because they're worthless now.
1: I never even took mine out of the box. I still yeah. haven't. <laughs>
0: That's
2: a, see, this is what I'm
0: saying.
2: It, yeah, but the lat had so many problems to begin with. I This this was not yeah. the final nail in the coffin for the it, lat, no, let's it be was. honest.
0: It was. <laughs> I'll have you know that Evan was going to bring Vader lat to worlds and you ruined his little raccoony dreams. dream. Uh,
2: I want him to bring swoops and, <laughs> and buses and bring his furry
1: road back out. Well, he's not bringing the buses now. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah, and the
3: swoops didn't get the the buff to overrun that they were kind of expecting.
2: No, but they did benefit from a lot of the other speeder stuff that we mentioned earlier. So I I think there was, if anything, it's a net, you know, neutral for them. Yeah, but yeah. Evan will run what he wants
1: to because he's Evan. That's true,
2: and, and he'll still went. be good with it. Yeah, yeah. And, and they'll it'll still be fine sport. with it.
0: Yeah. Come on.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't. I can't think of any... Can you guys think of any other, like... I mean, there's minor stuff, like, that you can't... Covert Ops without a commander anymore. um,
2: Mm.
1: You know, but I can't think of any other, like, super uh, high-level stuff. I don't know if
2: I would call it super... Uh, exemplars. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stand-by no standby. sure. Yeah, that deserves a higher place than uh, cumbersome, which is what I was about to mention.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's fair.
0: <laughs> yeah, cumbersome is an interesting one, but let's talk about exemplar, uh, really quick. So, so basically, mm-hmm. the yeah, the any of the cool clone things that they had going for them with the saber tank and and Padme and standby, that's kind of gone now. I don't think it kills them i think there's a bunch of really good lists still with well there's like two good lists with clones and then Mm -hmm. uh but i actually
1: think clones have some of the with the i think they're hurt uh the least aside from empire by the most of the rule changes right yeah i would
0: agree with that um, yeah i mean the ones that really touch them are exemplar and fire support yeah
1: exemplar definitely hurts Um, god don't say that on the facebook group jesus
0: i but they personally look,
1: kicked their dogs today <laughs> yeah so as as a person that loves republic and i have openly said that they're my favorite faction to play Yep. um confirmed i actually think that this is fine with a condition and that is that padme needs to be like 70 points um mm. because i i i recognize that standby sharing is not a fun mechanic um It and it in some ways you could argue was kind of like propping up republic in a way that was not healthy for the internal balance of the faction Mm -hmm. um so i can see this like i get it i get why the change was made uh for me to personally want to take padme now um i'd want her to be like 70 points because what she does now is really not I mean, she clearly she has better command cards, but is really not that different than like a Pike Capo. Um,
2: did um, but, did I she mean, ever factor into your mind for secret mission related reasons,
1: or was it primarily Exemplar? I I think I've had one game in all my Padme uh-huh. Padme anime uh, <laughs> Anakin Padme <sighs> games where the secret mission thing where I scored it, and it was a game where it essentially didn't matter because I was like. It was such a one-sided game that I also scored R2 secret mission and I also got like both hostages. So it was okay. kind of like a well, I might as well score secret mission with Padme because she doesn't have anything better to do. Um I've never had it like make the difference in a close game, if that's what you're asking. Sure. Yeah. It's, no, it's, I'm it's just, just I'm generally curious to see how much that actually came into play for you. Yeah, it's just it's too for her specifically, it's just a little bit too cumbersome uh to rely on cumbersome but... what a segue <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was gonna say it
0: i did i, <laughs> I did wasn't it gonna nervous. say it <laughs> i saw it in your eyes uh, <laughs> yes yeah, so uh big upgrade to, i i do have another one after this i want to talk about but uh big upgrade to cumbersome is that you you know before you couldn't move at all and fire a cumbersome weapon and now you can fire it and then move so that's mm. all right yeah. I mean it's not uh it doesn't
2: change cumbersome weapons in a in any negative way. Um it's not a, a ton. It's not unlimited yeah. freedom. And you know, I I don't know how you feel about this, but I know that like for the emplacement weapons, I feel like it helps them less because I don't see them shooting and moving as much as like a Cassian. You know, for him, like mm-hmm. he's one where like I saw that change and I was like, yes. He's gonna like this one, um, versus like I said, like a placement troopers. I don't know if you'll be doing those moves with the, you know, with the the mortar as much as you would be with like some of the cumbersome trooper uh, weapons. I, I mean, maybe
0: now with its silhouette being like Godzilla size, but
1: yeah, because you're not gonna hide it anyway on that move. <laughs> nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I could see this being great for like the RPS. The yeah. clone yeah. trooper RPS, R- RPS yeah, 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 yeah. definitely
0: seems like a winner in that for sure,
1: which is something that you take already as like a one of, so yeah,
0: you know, yeah. And with the new, yeah, the new suppressive rules, right? That really, I think, help, suppression rules that helps too, right? The, is that the suppressive? That's the suppressive no, that's one. the
1: clone, uh, the phase two mortar. Oh, there it right, is, the right. suppressive one, yeah. yeah, but yeah, I mean, that one too, maybe that's yeah. something that like nobody takes, so
0: all right. So this one I found. So you cannot start a, the game with a unit touching an objective token. Oh, uh, yes. So yes. I've
2: answered a couple of questions on that today, I feel like.
0: Yeah, I think you know, Tonight, the Jim. great thing for Empire Snipers was that they had the Scout 3 and yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's okay, but the whole point of that was to get up to objectives, <laughs> and now I mean, you get close to them. <laughs> I guess yeah. no
3: K two or Jin sitting on the middle Infiltrate. box either. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. I mean,
2: I feel like even though I've done it many times, I think I'm okay with the center box play going away. It's not not
0: the. Best game or sure. play
2: to encourage.
0: I wonder Question if you mark? could have done that through an infiltrate wording versus Th- a change to infiltrate, yeah, yeah. versus Instead all, like all scouts and
1: stuff like that. Yeah, I, I always feel like, at least as someone that has played a lot of Iden and other infiltrate units, um, I, I've never felt like that play was ever really a very good idea, anyway, right? Uh, like you're kind of asking to get blasted by something, and it's I think it's pretty unusual to like be able to be safe with one move after grabbing a box on the first turn. But you know, I see where this is coming from. It's something that where like you could essentially lose a game, like if you don't know what's coming and there's some weird terrain pierced yeah. near the middle and you end up playing recover against Aiden. Yeah. You know, it's it's kinda it's one of those new player feels bads that like I think competitive players weren't proactively doing all that much anyway. At least with Infiltrate. The scout three
0: thing is another matter. Yeah. Um but I think there's, I saw it when I was playing the Cassian K2, like, there's a couple where somebody put their VAP in, like, a spot where it's going to take them a little bit to get to, and I was like, oh, I'll just infiltrate on it and hit it. You know what I mean? And and so, like, stuff like that. Um, I don't know. I think, yeah, I think that wording could have been tied to infiltrate first, because I think that's who it was targeting. It wasn't really targeting Scout. Yeah, probably. All right. (laughs)
1: All right, You guys got anything else?
0: Uh, Ugh, I'm sure there's we'll always something. Yeah, we, We'll cover more next week when they revise this booklet three times <laughs> by then. I have a <laughs>
1: <it occurred laughs> bunch of questions and it's like posted on the rules forum and then I went on the rules forum and I'm like I don't even have an account on the rules forum. <laughs> um So I made my first I've made my first uh, two ever forums, uh, rules, post questions. Um, So I'm sure that those will be answered before we we record next time. Um, Yeah, yeah. they
2: should be. I know um, one of the other things we wanted to do today was just kind of see what the most common threads that were coming up were and see like, you know, that's the kind of thing that might trigger a wording change even if something works as intended but came up with a lot of questions. And then there were a couple ones that were, you know, That we talked about that were genuinely things that needed to be looked at you know ranged at being back added back into gunslinger and there were there were a couple small things but like i said i was pleasantly surprised that it took like two and a half hours for something like that to actually be found with how many people were digging into that that was a kind of actually a good feeling believe it or not yeah some of us were stuck working ah (laughs) chumps i know um, no, I'm, I'm, I think that uh, the other thing that I know I want to do on the forum side is um, a lot of these questions that are answered that were essentially like, yep, that's how the rule works kind of answers. Um, you will probably see some of those maybe go away by the weekend, just so um, the forum can kind of stay tight over the next couple of weeks. Um, we were at, you know, a little around 2,500 posts by the time we did the archive yesterday slash this morning and uh, that is definitely something that we're going to um, take into account or that I'm going to take into account as I'm moderating it. I think we'll probably see um, less things will stay on there that are read-the-rule-book type things, and that will hopefully make it easier for people to navigate. Um, so let me always, ask you this
0: real quick. Yes, Jay. If there, was, ru- if there was rulings that would still uh-huh. apply to the rules today that you've archived... Are those available? Are those still available as rules for tournaments, or no? They're no um, longer available. So there are two intro posts that
2: uh, Andrew did when uh, when the forum went live this morning, and in bold and underlined it says all rulings on the old forum should be considered invalid. If it is not on this forum, it is not a ruling.
3: So do we have to ask our Yoda Chewy questions again? You will to to get them official.
2: Now, will they work the exact same? Oh, you're kidding me. Probably. Okay. Uh, <laughs> to me. However, don't, don't kill them too. Vader's that's, Might. Well, I, there was a Vader's might one that I already know, came up today that was changed. Um, but uh, that and that is Change. one of the things. There is a there is a bit of an opportunity to do a a course correction from things Boy. that were inconsistent. And they were only inconsistent because a forum ruling said it was one way and the core rules read very differently. And so there are a couple opportunities to fix some of those things um, with this change. And I believe that's one of the reasons why, you know, it's an archive and not a straight deletion, um, because, you know, it's very easy to move those posts um, out of retirement. So I believe, like, the, the size matters you know, stuff that you're mentioning right now, John, that's totally an example of one that I could see us by the weekend bringing out of retirement instead of, having somebody re-ask because it'd be easier to just I'll use re-ask. that old right <laughs> I mean, hey, you can I, I encourage everybody to to do it and to be familiar with and use the forum because it is an official document that supersedes the core rule book. Um and you know people should know how to use it. That that's what I was going to mention before uh, we went on this little tangent because uh you know I know that not everybody um uses it or is fluent in it. Or and, knows that exists? Um, or or even knows that exists. Yes. And I recommend that uh, as we go into the core rulebook era, that you uh, that you crack that thing open and take a look at it every once in a while and uh, that you use the search function. And more specifically, that you click search and you go to search by tags, because that is how I personally find rulings super quick. because, for example, If you go to search bar and you type in force push, you will get every single forum entry across all four games that has anything to do with force, which is a term in all the Star Wars games and push, (laughs) which is definitely a term in MCP and also in Legion. Whereas if you go to search, go to search by tags and type in force push, you'll get like 20 posts at most. And it will make it a lot easier for you to find your stuff. Learning how to search by tags is a huge part of using that forum. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't remember where all this stuff is. I know people joke about, like, it seems like I do. And then I've got a, a memory for it. I really don't. I just know how to use the search function uh, better than most. And so I, I do want to encourage people, now that we're in kind of this you know new era of core rulebook, to um, maybe try to use it a little more often than you did before um even if you're playing um, in a more casual setting you know not everybody can benefit from this uh unless they know that it exists yeah so
0: please use it one of the things i would recommend too to most people because this happens a lot up here is that when local game stores set up tournaments that when they put their document together they don't You, they don't use the forums as an official, like, hey, here's the the official ruling, you know. And that, oh, that on countless occasions has caused some sort of issue where someone's like, that's not in the rules. And then the other guy's like, no, it's in the forums. And they're like, what the hell are the forums? And (laughs) you know and then you have to explain to them that it's an official ruling and they're like where where does it say that you know and it's like so yeah so for those of you who are listening highly encourage if your local source putting on event that they should be linking to the forums as well as rules that they'll be upholding because like like LJ just said it supersedes the the what are you calling it the CRB in some core rules book yeah the CRB even though it's rule book is one word but Sure, we'll call it the CRB. They don't always have to make sense.
2: <laughs> I think this, the CB doesn't sound as good as the CRB. Just saying. it C- doesn't. Wouldn't it just be it the CR? It's just CR, yeah. No, the Which CR is continuing doesn't sound resolution. As, It doesn't sound as good either. Sorry, CR, not CB. That's true. I don't know why. My brain just decided to get rid of the middle letter. I like RRG. <laughs> uh, RRG had a good flow to it. I did like the RRG. All right, but relationship with RRG is over. CRP is
3: my new friend. Gamers hate change and <laughs> things to not change, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm uh, I'm glad that uh, you guys were able to have me on to talk about it a little bit. It's uh it's been an experience, and uh, you know, there's a lot of little things I've been able to to be involved in over the last couple of years. The the articles the the forums, the tournaments, you know, the proofreading now, and uh, it's it's really cool because you get to see kind of the passion on both sides. You get to see the passion from the people that make the thing, and the passion from the players and the people that enjoy the product that's made at the end of the day. And you know, it's just it's a really cool space to be in. Um, I I got a lot of um, I got a lot of messages this morning uh, before the rule book had even come out. And uh, some of it was LVO business, some of it was other things, and I would say a good eighty percent of it was all like, "Hey, good luck today. We know it's going to be busy." And it was really cool. You know, it's things like that that remind me why the Legion community is the the Legion community, and why you guys are the best. Um, and there's a lot to look forward to. There's so many so many units and so many things coming out in the future that are going to be.
0: There's only cool. one that's the most to look forward to, and that's Ewoks and who's Who going to say about anything else do you know how many how much time i've already spent looking up
2: quotes to use for the beginning of those articles they're all, <laughs> all going to be like nyub nyub. Yeah. i want to get the song <laughs> that the ewok sings while they're cooking up the rebels yeah. uh, i want to find the words for that and use that as the quote for one of them i'm yep. just, oh, so excited so me too I hope, uh, I, you know, I hope you guys are, at the end of the day, I hope you're excited for what comes next, community out there. I hope you guys are excited for what comes next, and, you know, is going to be a party, World's going to be a party. There's a lot of lot of stuff that I'm looking forward to here in the next couple of months.
0: I'm going to
1: be good. I'm very excited to see everybody.
2: Yes, that's always the best part, when you get mm-hmm. to see everybody in person. So much so much animosity just melts away when you get to sit down and have a beer. Oh, not somebody. for me. It's, I get more <laughs> mad. Oh, that's true. Sometimes I can
3: confirm. Yeah. When I see people, I'm like, oh, man, I
0: was doing okay when I didn't have to see you. <laughs> and that's just with your fifth trooper staff. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. just internal staff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All,
1: right. All right. Well, thanks so much for coming on. I'm sure that. Uh, you know, people will be seeing a lot of you over the next few days on the forums. Um, yep. And of course, over the next few months as you're being part of the two biggest tournaments probably of the year. So which are both occurring almost back to back. So,
2: yep. I'm very excited. It's going to be it's going to be a good couple months. And yep. I'm sure we'll uh, I'm sure we'll
1: enjoy it. Yep. All right. We are the notorious counters of Kyle. Okay.
3: John Bushfax Bushman.
1: And I was mm-hmm. LJ and you were LJ yep yeah. um <laughs> still LJ uh stay fresh cheese bags